Hi, this is Hope. This is Kareem. Hi, this is Katie from Washington, D.C., and you're listening to Me Athlete Radio. Hey everyone, it's Matt Frazier here with Doug Hay for the 8th episode of the No Meat Athlete podcast. And you might say this is a special uh, holiday, New Year's, post-Mayan apocalypse edition. Uh, I am at home back in back in Maryland at my recording from my mom's basement, which has always been a dream of mine to, to be working from my mom's basement. Uh, so that's kind of cool. And Doug, how about you? Are you in D.C. now? Still? I am. I'm, uh, I'm actually hosting Christmas this year. So mom is about to arrive in a couple hours and uh, we'll be doing Christmas here in D.C. Okay. Very nice. And you guys survived the apocalypse, didn't get hit too hard or we anything? We did. You know, it, uh, I bunkered down. <laughs> but now I just have thousands of cans of, of, of corn. And <laughs> well, good. That It could still come in handy. Well, yeah. yeah. Given the... Uh, government meltdown or something that's physical right. cliff, physical yeah. cliff yeah. yeah yeah you always got to be ready for something that's right all right so um let's see today we are going to talk about since it's kind of new year's and i think by the time you guys hear this um podcast it will actually be a little bit after christmas but still before new year's so um we're going to talk about new year's stuff like resolutions particularly and uh you know just some general guidelines and Things you might do to make resolutions and commitments in general last uh, and not not kind of just fall into what so many people fall into and, and the thing that has gotten New Year's resolutions their bad reputation um, of of basically declaring something and then forgetting about it or you know being completely off the wagon ten days later and then not realizing it again, not thinking about it again until the next year which which is what most people tend to do and that's that's I think why uh, you know, they've gotten a bad rap recently. So, um, I guess we can go ahead and get started there. Um, yeah, so, uh, well, just to start us off. So, Matt, why do you think that New Year's is a good time to to jump into one of these resolutions to kind of make a shift like this? Right, good question. And that that's kind of related to the uh, post that I wrote a few days ago on No Meat Athlete uh, called In Defense of New Year's Resolutions. And the idea... Um, and you know, my idea is that I actually like, it's not, it's not that, that there's anything special about January 1st and someone left a comment as I knew somebody would, um, saying there's nothing special about January 1st. You can make a resolution anytime. Um, you should be setting your goals throughout the year and always looking at them. Um, but what, what I think is good about new year's is that we actually do, it's an actual date on the calendar that, that we look forward to and we plan for. And we even plan often to make a change then. We're going to say we're going to do something different in the new year. Um, and what's what's good about that, as opposed to what people usually do when they want to just make a change, is that you actually have a day to look forward to when you, you have a, basically a start date in the future for your change. The, the contrast to that would be when you just wake up in the morning and you're frustrated um, and you're hungover or you you know, look at yourself in the mirror and you, you hate how you look and you say, okay, I'm going to, I need to change this right now. And then you immediately try to make that change. You just start, you go to the gym right away or you start eating better right away. Uh, or you say, I'm never going to drink again, you know, all that kind of stuff. And when you make a change that quickly and, and you try to just jump right into a change like that, you're essentially telling your, your brain that that's, that the change is not an important thing that you can just 
pick it up and jump right into it. It turns out to be far more effective if you can set a date in the future, like maybe a week from now, and say, I'm going to change, you know, this this big thing is going to begin a week from now. And that's not like as a way of procrastinating, but as a way of saying, this is an important thing that I'm going to look forward to, prepare for, and, you know, build up some anticipation for so that when it comes and when I start, it's not something that I can just quit because, you know, that then if you just quit really quickly, you're kind of wasting your, this thing that you've built up all this anticipation for, um, as opposed to if you just kind of started eating better, started going to the gym today, um, it's very easy to, to quickly quit on that because you just know you can kind of pick that up again any time that you, that you need to. So I think that's kind of a long and rambled answer, but, but, um, well, I guess, I guess uh, you know, do you think that you take the risk by, by setting it in the future, do you take the risk of losing whatever that motivation was that, uh, you know, whether it's looking yourself in the mirror and, and feeling, you know, like you needed to make a change, do you, do you think you lose that motivation if you put it off by a week? I think you were right that, yes, you, you could potentially lose some of that motivation, but I also think that that motivation in that moment is not really very powerful. I mean, it's powerful enough to get you to do something one time or a few times, but that's not enough to sustain you doing something. I mean, as we've talked about a lot of times and everyone, it's kind of a popular thing to write about now is how willpower is a depletable resource that it will, you know, it will run out like any other kind of resource that you have, be it. uh, It's easy to think about it as like a muscle. Like think of it as a, as a muscle. If you're lifting weights in the gym, Mm -hmm. you, you can, you can lift only so much weight, only so many reps, and then it will fail. Um, give it you know give it some rest and come back a couple an hour later even or a week later or a couple days later and you'll have this it'll it'll have built up again and then you can deplete it again so just think of willpower exactly the same way um and i guess in in that moment when you when you wake up and you're frustrated and all of a sudden you're real motivated to change then yes you do in that moment you could you could lift a little more weight so to speak your muscles a little bit your willpower muscle is ready to go um the problem is that what what you tend to do in that situation is work that muscle completely to failure, and then and then there's none there. Or or if you try it again, try to keep doing that for the next couple of days, it runs out. It just becomes very difficult to keep that up. So I think it's much better to plan in the future, um, so that and then we go back to this idea of habits. So plan how you're going to make this thing, whatever this new resolution is, turn into an actual habit. And habit's kind of the opposite force of willpower. It's the thing that when the willpower is not there, uh, because if something become, is habitual, then you are essentially doing it automatically and it's not taking willpower to do it anymore. Yeah. So that's the idea, is to make sure that that habit is built up before the willpower runs out. Yeah. Um, and that, that's what I think setting a little date in the future just, just helps you to helps you do. You can figure out how you're going to gradually adopt this change rather than just jumping right in all at once and... and blowing it all at once right it allows you to set structure to it and goals that are tangible and and feasible and not um not necessarily throw out every piece of junk food in your house but you know kind of gradually figure out how you can start buying healthier food and eating healthier food and and so forth right and i mean i can totally see how there is power in those sort of moments when when you say i'm gonna go i'm gonna go through my house and throw out all the junk food but i you know i i just think that kind of stuff. I, I like you know if you feel like that. I'm not saying don't do that. I'm not saying you should you should put away this urge to change and just you know bury it, um, sweep it under the rug. But 
I don't know. I plan what I would do actually is, is say in a week or on New Year's Day or whatever. Then I'm gonna do all that. Then I'm gonna throw all that stuff away, and then this then this change begins. But have a plan in place then, so that right. you have other food to eat. Because if you don't have other food to eat in, in your house, I mean, we're talking <laughs> a specific example, but you know, if you did that, quite possibly what would happen is that six hours later you would need something to eat, and if you hadn't planned or gone to the grocery store or anything, maybe all of a sudden you'll maybe you'll run out and get fast food because you have nothing else to eat. Right. Just specific example. Yeah, yeah. And use that motivation. Use that willpower that you get in that moment and uh use that to plan and to prepare and to focus your all your energy on that you know it's the same way for if you're like training for a marathon or something like that you don't just decide to do it and all of a sudden go out and run 20 miles you have to you have to plan you have to read about it you have to set goals and and build up to it right and if you were to go out and try to run that 20 miles right away you'd probably hurt yourself or hate it so much that then the thought of ever starting again is is just unbearable and overwhelming and you know, you set yourself back. So, you know, kind of the message. Um, Another thing that is kind of important here, a topic that I have thought about a lot and used to not really have a good answer for, and was, it's how big do you make your resolution? Like, how ambitious should you go? Like, I mean, do you, if it's, you know, should you pick the big, big, huge thing that inspires you, you know, that's just like, you can't, even in like let, let's say you're in let's say you're 100 pounds overweight should should your goal for the year be to lose that 100 pounds and have a dream you know a perfect body um whatever become a supermodel i mean these these crazy goals that some and not that that's impossible for anybody but but that would be to me like a huge really really difficult goal to achieve and if you let's say talk about running or something like that um should you pick the the ultra marathon or the ironman or the or the race that that is really you know a huge accomplishment for most people like should you pick that if you haven't if you've never if you've never run before or let's say you've run a 5k um should you should you set that as your as your goal like run a run a 50 mile race or run an ironman right not even necessarily this year but like should that be your your goal for for what you're working towards uh, or should you pick something that is, as a you know, really attainable or achievable? Um, if you run a 5K, should you make your goal to run a 10K? Which which is a, not that it's easy to do, but but that's a reasonably. If you stick with that goal, there's there's very little doubt that you could accomplish that within a year. Right. Increasing just just another 5K. Sure. Um, so the the answer, the most satisfying answer I've found to that question, is to pick the one that will inspire you the most um the one that will most make you keep on going and and get out of bed get out the door when it's raining so like if the example i thought about before was if when i was trying to qualify for boston that was my big thing that i that i kept working on and kept failing at um but managed to keep coming back to it that for me was like the perfect difficulty of goal because had i picked something like had i said my goal is to to qualify for the olympics which would have been, you know, what's just so far beyond what I was capable of doing at the time. To me, in my gut, I would have known that that was just such a pipe dream that it would have been hard to even get myself to begin working on that goal or even to, to get myself to keep doing it because I wouldn't be seeing the the gains and the returns that you need to see to see that you're getting closer to that. I mean, I, I, just, I would just see myself leveling off at, at somewhere 
a little bit pat above three hours and say, how am I ever going to get down to that kind of right? You know, so had it been that that ambitious of a goal, I think I would have quit very easily. Similarly, had my goal just been to run a four-hour marathon, which from where I started was still kind of a, a long way to go, but I think that wouldn't have been enough for me to really work as hard as I did to, to get down there. I just think that wouldn't have been inspired. So it's it's about finding the thing that is the thing that, that does most inspire you. And for some people, that's going to be the big crazy goal that everybody laughs at when you tell them. And some people can even be inspired by the fact that people do laugh at them. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad thing to have kind of an enemy in this fight. Sure. Whether that's an actual person, you know, maybe hopefully it can be something that's not an actual person, but, um, you know, it's not a bad way to motivate yourself. Uh, or, you know, or having this, or having something that, that if you're the type of person that just doesn't, isn't comfortable doing that or needs to start small, then you can have a little small goal that, that you're very certain you can achieve if you work hard enough at. And that's you know, that can be good too. So it's it depends on the person a lot finding the right difficulty of a goal. Right. Yeah. Totally. And for me, it's um it's kind of a combo between the two. You know, I think that what motivates me the most is these really large, um, far out there goals that um that just are super inspired. When I watch somebody or when I read about somebody running a hundred hundred mile ultra marathon, you know, that's like really inspiring to me and really appealing. And and I want to go do that. But I know that at this point I'm not ready to do that. So, um, if I were only going after that, that goal and just focusing on that, then it would be a long, slow process that would probably, I'd, I'd burn out and quit, you know, but if I, if I can set goals to run 50 miles and hundred K and have these other goals that are still big, um, and rewarding and, uh, are good motivators for me, um, but then I can I know that I can reach those now, or you know if I work towards them, and and then there'll be little successes that that are encouraging and uh, are working me up to the end goal of a hundred miles or the Ironman or whatever it is that a hundred pounds, you know, whatever it is. So so setting those small goals that are uh, are rewarding in little ways that will then keep you focused on that on that main goal for me is really important. That's what I've had success with. Yeah, and I think I think that's uh, that's kind of becoming a popular thing. There's been some sort of science or some studies and things that have shown how important they call them small wins are to have to especially early on to get these positive feedback you know accomplishments that that will tell you yes I am I am achieving you know I'm making progress and and if your goal is something huge like an Ironman or or an ultra or even just a marathon for some people perhaps. Um, if there's nothing along the way that can represent a win for you, then it's very difficult to to keep keep the motivation up to to keep working at it. So along the same lines, like when it's New Year's, I think that is a great time to set goals and to. Just, it's it's great for me because very often what I do is I like I'm into this kind of thing. I like goal setting and all of that, but so often everything kind of gets in the way and I get busy. What I like about New Year's is that. You tend people tend to kind of take more time off. They tend to at the end of the year think about what they accomplished over the last year, and that that just sets you know the things are on TV. The best of what happened this year, right? Um, so it just makes you think about what you should think about what you did this year and what didn't go well for you this year and what you wish you could do differently, and all that kind of stuff lends itself very well to to goal setting. Um, so that you know I like having it's nice that there is every year this time that that you're reminded to do that. My point, though, with this, 
was um that oh yeah I mean think of it as as goal setting time but it doesn't have to be your your big goal doesn't have to be something you're going to accomplish this year so Doug you mentioned Andre Myler that I don't know if you have plans to do that at all this year but it it very well could be the case that that you plan to do that three years from now and and you have all these other sub goals and your goal this year might be to run a hundred k or something because you've already done a fifty miler so you can you can have goals for the year and you can have goals for longer term so um, what my point is that your new year's resolution it doesn't need to be just focused on this year but it's good to have things in that shorter term that can represent achievements and and the idea of small wins and i'll I'll try to find some sort of one of these articles I've read and link to that in the show notes some sort of article about small wins because they are that's a big concept and there's a lot of agreement on it now yeah 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 it's a good it's a natural time of reflection and um uh perspective and you know looking at the future and the year to come and um yeah you know like you said setting that goal kind of even if it is distant goal in the next couple years you know kind of refocusing on january 1st and seeing how you can work your way towards that is 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 a natural time to do it. It's you know makes sense. Yep. And there's no reason you couldn't do it again on July 1st or halfway. Right. I guess it is halfway. But it's just it's just <laughs> the New Year, the time when we tend to do it. But yeah, I mean, you absolutely should should. Um, I, first of all, we should talk about writing down goals, and that's I know it's kind of a cliched thing. Everyone says write down your goals because you know you're the you hear these studies about like graduating class from. Yale from the 1950s or something and like they looked at the the three percent of people who had written down their goals then were were like financially worth more than the other 97 percent of the class combined like 20 30 <laughs> or something and I don't know if that's true I think I've heard things that, that study was flawed but um but writing down your goals is absolutely crucial and I think the biggest reason is that it makes you not forget about it I mean write it down if you just write it down and stuff it in a drawer you're not doing yourself any favors. I mean, you're not, just the fact that you wrote it down doesn't really do anything. But write it down and put it like next to your computer screen on a sticky note or somewhere where you see it in the mirror when you wake up. And while it's still possible to kind of ignore that note, at the very least, every once in a while, it will catch your eye and you will say, oh, yeah, I did set that goal. So, you know, I think you're just giving yourself so much better chances when you write it down and put it somewhere where you'll see it. And... Where I was going with that was I don't actually know now. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I think that is uh, that's super powerful. Writing it down and, and putting it somewhere where you see it often, and even you know, for me, it's like I, uh, I'll you know, if my goal is to like last year, my goal is to run fifty miles, and and I and I wrote down I will run fifty miles on June eighth, mm-hmm. which is when the or sixth, you know, whenever the race was, and and I saw that, and I I was convincing myself, you know. Uh, that I was going to do it. And, and, you know, so there was no doubt in, in the same way with goals, you know, you can, you can say, I'm going to lose 30 pounds this year. And I, you know, you're going to do it. Not, I want to lose 30 pounds, but I'm going to do it. And that's, you know, how you use your words and how you see it and tell yourself, uh, what it is that you're working towards, you know, I think is powerful and, and will help you either succeed or ultimately fail, I guess. But yeah. And I mean, I think, that reminded me of where I was going with it, and that was that <laughs> that you should that you should take the time to like, especially if you have multiple goals and it's not just one, um, and that you have them written out very clearly, very specifically, and you have that time deadline on there with all of them. 
Um, it's good to re- like ideally review that list daily, but at least once every like month or every quarter of the year, and then that's when I talked about having a halfway point. At least multiple times a year, go back, review those goals, and review like your reasons why you want to achieve those goals, why you know that you can achieve those goals. So just you know, the point was do monthly or quarterly or semi-annually reviews. Uh, and and if it's not written down, then then uh, that's very difficult to do. But what you were saying, Doug, that's a crucial thing that that the idea of basically convincing yourself that kind of making that goal part of your identity. So your your thing when you read repeatedly that that you will run fifty miles on this certain date, it just kind of starts to make you act like the person who does that. I mean, it just starts. You know, you hear about a lot about law of attraction, where people will read a statement like that over and over in their head. The idea being that, or they'll meditate on it or visualize or whatever, and the idea being that by doing that, you somehow attract that into your life. Now, I, I think a lot of that is kind of wishful thinking, and it is not the best way to look at things. But I do think there's something to the idea of when you do read that over and over, and you kind of allow yourself to really visualize it. Like maybe while you're running, imagine yourself, you know, actually shut your eyes if possible, if safe, <laughs> um, and, and allow yourself to visualize yourself actually doing that and get in the feeling of what it would be like. And I think when you do that, you are kind of telling yourself, you're kind of making it seem a little bit more like a reality to you. And, and when you do that, I think it affects your behavior. It makes you, It makes you get in that additional workout when maybe otherwise you wouldn't have done it. Um, just because you've thought about this, you've put yourself in that situation enough and you've kind of become associated in it enough that I think, you know, I think that can change your behavior later on. And I think it can, you can make you act like someone who, who can run 50 miles and will get you to, to behave that way and see yourself as that type of person. And I think that, I think that leads to success a lot. Yeah. I think you're spot on, you know, when you, when you are acting like someone who wants to run 50 miles, it's a lot different than acting like a 50 miler. And, uh, even if you haven't run it yet. Um, you know, just acting like the person who can go out and and you know run for four hours on a Saturday afternoon um, or whatever you know whatever it takes. If it's a you know then then that's really powerful and that will uh, you know it changes the way you look at it so it doesn't look as difficult anymore. It changes it makes looks and feels more like something that you can actually do and want something that you are doing, and that's that's really important to success. And that you know that is the same with if you're changing your diet or if you're training for your first 10k um you know i think they're all kind of it's the same way yeah you have to believe that you're you are that person who is going to do it yes absolutely and i think like this doesn't have to even be relate to fitness or health or diet or anything like i mean these are fundamental principles that i think go along with any kind of you know desire to change and, and setting goals oh yeah absolutely if you're you know if you're studying to if you're getting your phd or or going through college, you know, whatever it is, um, you know, if you feel like you can do that thing, that goal, then, then you'll, you know, hopefully be able to do it. So I'm curious what, uh, what you think about the importance of, um, including other people in your goals. That's exactly where I was going to go. And that was this topic of accountability. Um, I wrote a post about that too, which was like a month ago or something. And my, my premise was that Telling when you tell other people you are doing yourself a huge favor uh, versus the idea of keeping your goal a secret and 
which I know a lot of us want to do because we don't want to tell people about our goals because ultimately we're afraid of failing and looking stupid in front of people when we said we were going to do something and then not not coming through and not actually doing it. No one wants to, to be seen that way. So the tendency is to not tell anybody what I was saying, and I'm certainly not the first to say it, is that is that when you actually tell those people, then you, you're using that fear of failure to your advantage because then you're making it so that you're putting yourself in a situation where, yes, you will look foolish if you don't follow through. And, you know, what I think is important about it is, like, if your goal – what I did, I always told people I was going to qualify for Boston. Like, that was my big thing, and I would tell them that – I said, come watch me in this next marathon I'm going to run because I w- I'm going to qualify for Boston during it. That's my goal. So when I did that, I was setting myself up for failure, and I knew that. <laughs> and what would happen is that people would, would actually come watch, and I would fail to qualify by – a half hour sometimes and yes i mean it would it would motivate me all the way up until that race i'd be motivated thinking these people are going to be there i need to do this but then once it actually didn't happen and the failure happened it wasn't like these people then turned around and laughed at me it was like you still ran a marathon and took five or ten minutes off your bet you still ran your best marathon you've ever run so that's that's something uh, it's even though it wasn't your goal. It's not like you look like a failure. It, you you look like someone who tried really hard at something, made progress, made gains, made a lot. You know, did a lot more than many other people who who didn't have any kind of goal. Right. Um, so it's not like it's not the end of the world when when you tell people and then you work really hard and then you don't get it. I mean, you don't you don't really look that foolish then. It just you just look like someone who's motivated and wants to do things sure yeah and a lot of times you end up motivating them to do something too you know and people if people hear about you running working really hard to qualify for boston you know that might inspire them to also run that marathon or run that half marathon that's a part of it you know and and you end up um not only having them inspire you but you're inspiring them and keeping them accountable um so it's kind of a win-win for both of you now what we should mention is that there's there's this which a lot of people brought to my attention after i wrote that post in the comments, they said, well, what about what Derek Sivers, who I guess he, he was the founder of CD Baby or some site. He, he's kind of a well-known guy in, in internet business world, I guess, but um, or maybe just entrepreneur world. <laughs> but uh, he, he gave a TED Talk and wrote an article saying, explaining and citing a study saying that when people actually announce their goals, they tended to do worse at achieving them, achieve them with less success rate than someone who didn't because when people announce their goals for many people that becomes enough like in their head that's kind of like you know i told everyone that i did this and it, in, in some very small way that makes them feel like they did it and somehow they lose their motivation then because they got the satisfaction out of just just saying they were that type of person who was going to do this and i asked leo babalta of zen habits about this when i interviewed him um a few a week or two after that post and I asked him about that specific thing because he's the first person who I actually learned uh, a lot of these ideas from and his site's great but zenhabits.net that's where you'll find tons of information about these kind of topics there and that's really where I got interested in it but what he said he made a really important distinction he said yes if all you're doing is announcing this then then it's quite possible that's that's the truth that that study is accurate but that study wasn't about um, if you were recruiting people to kind of be on your side and like keep you accountable. Like, like let's say you're going to set up a, some sort of Google document spreadsheet and share it with all your friends 
or make some promise that you're going to post on Facebook. You're going to post your progress every single week. And if you don't, then you want people to, to get on you about it. And, or, or, or to actually announce it and say, I'm looking for someone to do this with me, to have a partner. Right. When you actually bring other people into it and, and then have you know, a weekly or monthly or daily or whatever um, time when, when you need to basically report what you did and report your results, um, ideally with someone else maybe who's trying to achieve something similar or even something completely unrelated, but that you can kind of be partners in this, you know, that, that's so much more than just putting out a message on Facebook saying you're going to do something. So it was basically saying, sure, maybe that's correct if all you're going to do is announce it. But if you're going to do all these other steps and actually, you know, set up an accountability system where where you need to to do this, um, then then that that can only help you. And actually, it's I wasn't I forgot about this, but um, it's it's perfect example. I am with Leo right now. I'm actually have an agreement with him where for every day that I don't work on my book. Right, spend an hour writing it. This is that the new No Meat Athlete book that I'm working on? Uh-huh. Um, I have to pay him twenty five dollars, uh. and it's totally on our system. Like we have a spreadsheet where he goes and checks it every day, and I have to <laughs> written down what um what, the the times when I that I spent writing that day. So two days ago was actually the first day I had to pay him any money. Uh, <laughs> so we we drove up to Maryland. It was an eight hour drive, and my wife was sick and all kinds of things. I mean, you know. There are a million excuses. I, I intended to do it when I got here, but then I had a couple beers with my sister, and then that uh, led to more beers, and then I didn't. <laughs> led to paying $25. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but, it, and I was actually talking to a friend about this yesterday. Um, this, like, I've been on things like this on my own before, where I would say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this every single day. I'm going to, whatever. In this case, say it was writing every single day. And I can get on a good solid streak and get it going. But what happens with me, and I think with a lot of people, is that when a situation comes up, like like some other circumstance comes up that prevents you from doing it, you tend to then completely fall off the wagon and kind of like had had this been had this been just me doing this, and let's say I'd been able to string together a week or a couple weeks of writing for an hour a day, that one day of failure, all of a sudden it's like my streak is gone. What's the point? And then I wouldn't have written for that hour the next day i just would have been like you know i felt like i lost everything then with this agreement of of having to pay leo 25 bucks every day that i don't do it i mean after that first day where i didn't i was like man i really need to make sure i do it the next day because i don't want to owe him another 25 dollars bucks yeah mm-hmm. um so that so that got me right back on it just after that miss which which is way different from the way things have been before and uh when i told my dad this he said he said he wanted Leo's job just to be the guy who <laughs> money when they don't. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, but it's, it's been, I mean, as, as busy as he must be and, you know, as, as careful he is with his time and, and he is, a, he's such a family guy and all this stuff that the fact that he, he goes in there and checks what I do and writes little comments every day it, to me is amazing. And that's, that's more than enough work to earn $25 if that's, if that's all he ended up getting from me, which it, which it will be. <laughs> Good. Oh, so anyway, that's accountability. Um, you know, it's old advice, but it's but it's right. Find a partner to to do your thing with you, because, like in the simplest example, if you're gonna go work out and you have a you have a workout date at seven a.m. every single morning, then when you don't feel like getting up at six in the morning to get ready for that or get ready for work or whatever, it's so much harder to quit 
when you have to actually call someone and say, you know what, I'm not going to do it today. I don't feel like it. I mean, it just, it's so much easier to do that when it's just you to kind of hit the alarm and roll over and say, well, I'll, I'll do it later on today or I'll do it twice as hard the next day. Just having someone there who you're going to let down, that's, that's a pretty huge motivator for a lot of people. Definitely. All right. So, uh, I, you know, that kind of wraps up this topic. We actually talked longer than I thought we could about it. Is there anything else, Doug, about uh, resolutions that you would like to add before we move on, close out things here? Yeah, you know, not not a whole lot. Just um, I'd like to encourage everybody to, um, you know, like you said, share share your stuff and share them with us. We'd love to hear what kind of goals you have um, coming up for 2013, and um, and we're happy to to help hold you accountable. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, put them in the comments if you want, or whatever. I mean, I would be happy to do for someone what what Leo has done for me. And that is to <laughs> I bet you would. Twenty five bucks. It'd be a hundred dollars. <laughs> um but no, I mean even if it's not money involved, like I'd be happy to do whatever in on on someone's progress. Maybe. Yeah, Absolutely. So so definitely share them with us and uh tweet them to us or put them in the comments, whatever. Um and we'll we'll broadcast them out. And the other big message that I didn't really say today, but um is important is is try to Set your goals. I mean, try to make your New Year's resolutions something that you do plan in advance and actually make actual plans for. Like, don't just wait till December 31st and and you realize, oh, man, it's New Year's. I need to have a resolution. And then you kind of say it in your head while you're at a party, and then you don't even act on it once the next day. I mean, that happens a lot. It happened to me a lot. Um, think about it a week in advance. Or I guess this podcast will go up a few days in advance. And like what what you're going to actually do and what's going to actually begin on new year's and and if you want start start a little bit ahead of time like start figure out a way you can start two days early and maybe it won't be your official start but you can get a little tiny head start i mean that that kind of stuff is so powerful and so much better than than just the, the alternative which is which is as we've said as why new year's resolutions have gotten this bad reputation they have right exactly yeah right. so let's move on um i wanted to just really quickly mention just general things about No Meat Athlete. Um, a few things that are coming up for, for now and for next year, since we're talking about the new year and things like that. Um, first thing is that we finally got women's tank tops in. They've been that's, been that's been the thing that people have been asking about for literally years now. I mean, since we've had the people have been saying, when are you going to have good women's singlets? And we've tried different ones and never found ones that we really liked. But finally, we have really, really nice, cool ones. They're like charcoal colored, and they're that raised back back to them, and they're kind of um, you know somewhat form fitting. They're just very, very nice things, and we're gonna have a little small batch of those coming in. And assuming they sell well, which I think they will, we will uh, get many more. So look for those. Um, we're gonna have we're gonna have a bunch of new stuff coming in. There's right now. There's like nothing in the store because we had that Black Friday sale that kind of cleaned everything out a few days even before the sale ended. So a lot of people didn't get stuff that they wanted and we got a lot of emails and posts on Facebook saying how come how come everything's out of stock. So what I think we're gonna do is once this new order comes in, um kind of do that again. It might not be quite the same sale or you know, some quite as much as Black Friday, but something that will be just a little bit way for people to still get a good deal on something if they weren't able to get it at the end. So look for that um sometime around New Year's I think. And and look for tank tops too. <laughs> so right. Yeah, I know people will be excited about that. I'm excited to get them out there because I, 
people have wanted them for so long, and every time we, it seems like we were going to get them. We actually, like, I actually did even order them once, and then it turned out that the manufacturer it just found out was they were discontinuing them or something. So it was just it just seemed like something we were destined to never have. And <laughs> but who knows? You know, then there was the Mayan apocalypse was coming up. I thought that's yeah. going <laughs> to next year. So the, the kind of the big stuff that's coming is. I haven't really announced this anywhere yet, but we're going to be adding a forum component to No Meet Athlete. And we've tried this before in the past. Um, I think before we were ready, I, no one, um, I was not able to handle like forum stuff myself and deal with spam and moderating stuff and trying to get posts in there to make sure to keep the conversation going. But what we have planned is going to be a really big one. Um, it's it's going to be good. There's going to be a lot more than just forums. There's going to be lots more stuff to do and different local stuff and ways to connect with people locally and all kinds of really good stuff. So I am pumped about that. I think it's going to be great. And that should be coming out. The The first version of it should be available sometime in January, hopefully early January. So that's, that's something cool to look forward to. Um, and the other thing is this, this book that I mentioned before, that's going to be, I'm kind of finishing it up now and I've got a lot of recipe testing to still do, but <clears throat> That's really going to be all done by mid-January and should be out sometime in the fall, probably September. So you'll be hearing about that a lot more. But uh, I'm going to be doing all kinds of different things and different ways of, of promoting that and interest and coming up with cool bonuses for people who, who are pre-ordering it and all kinds of things. So that, that will be a lot of my focus for next year is is uh, this book. And I, I, think, I think I'll be able to do that in a way that, you know, is really exciting and that is adding – just having a lot more new cool content on No Meat Athletes. I'm I'm excited to to get more recipes on the site and you know all kinds of new things. So and and you there's a couple of No Meat Athletes that are uh, are going to be featured in it, right? Yes, that's true. I'm I'm going to have um, some reader stories, kind of success stories, um, and then and then even on the back cover of the book is going to be. It sounds like we're going to be able to do this. Have a whole bunch of pictures of people in no meat athlete shirts kind of as the background of the back cover. So like there will still be text and stuff on the back cover, but behind all that will be this sort of collage of people wearing no meat athlete shirts. So that, that I want, you know, people to pick up that book to see there's this huge community of people who, who do this. Um, and it's not just me. Cause I, you know, I don't want the book to be like about me. That's really not the point. It's kind of to make it about this whole movement and how, how, someone who's in a bookstore can pick it up and and just you know begin the journey towards becoming vegetarian vegan uh and and doing cool things like running marathons ultras whatever whatever is cool awesome so let's close this out doug um what can you tell everyone about what what we're going to do here this this new little idea? <laughs> yeah so we're, we're uh we're playing a new little little game here i think we're gonna if it works today we're gonna try to use it in future podcasts as well. So we're, I'm going to ask Matt a series of a couple questions, rapid fire, and he's going to just shoot back to me whatever answer comes to his head first. And, um, you know, so you get to know us a little bit better and hopefully it'll be kind of fun. And then, yeah. oh, and then he's going to do the same for me. Right. And we're going to, it's rapid fire. So it's gonna like five, 10 second answers, no thinking allowed. And Maybe what we'll be able to do is get people to other people to submit these for us later. That'd be kind of cool to have random people asking questions, but um, we'll see. That's so, it. And so Matt hasn't heard or seen my questions, and I haven't heard or seen his questions. Right. All right, cool. And 10 seconds. I'm going to be timing you, Doug. If you got take more than 10 seconds, I'm going to just begin the next question. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. A little gong, you know. 
We'll All get right. that. So you want to go first? I'll answer. All right, Doug, what is the worst Christmas song? Um, Mariah Carey's uh, Christmas song, whatever the one, her famous one. <laughs> um, another holiday one. What is the best holiday beer style? Not necessarily the brand, but the style of beer that is best during the holidays. Oh, uh, I love. I gotta love a dark porter. Yeah, something uh, roasty, coffee flavored. Nice, uh, something like that. All right, and finally, the funnier website is it parentshouldnttext.com? <laughs> damn you, autocorrect.com. Oh, damn you, autocorrect.com. <laughs> I got. And I laughed so hard after reading that one that you posted on Facebook recently. Yeah. Put that question so that we could include that link in the show notes. So. <laughs> Good call. That, click that link. It's funny. All right. I'll your turn to ask. All right. Uh, ready? Uh, favorite holiday cookie? Favorite holiday cookie is, I'm going to say not a cookie, but a cupcake, a black bottom cupcake made with vegan cream cheese. Nice. All right. Um, tempeh or tofu? Uh... I'm now a big tofu fan. It used to be tempeh. I've swung back the other direction, and now I'm really in heavily, quite heavily into tofu. All right. So playing off that, if you ha- would you rather eat tofu every day in 2013 or none at all? I would much much rather eat none at all. I think I would vomit by like mid January if I, if I was <laughs> still. It's still a rough thing for me to handle that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. It- Signing off, I guess, for the new year. So are you have, how are you ringing in the new year? I'm honestly not sure. If there's something really good going on in Maryland, um, then we will stick around. I'm trying to get my friends to do something. If there's nothing um, that exciting, we'll probably just head back to Asheville. And actually what I might do if we head back to Asheville is uh, Oscar Blues, the, the brewery that just made you – know, that makes uh, you know Dale's Pale Ale and all those canned beers, Old Chubb, uh-huh. and Fitty, all those – they just opened up their their East Coast Southwest or Southeast Brewery they call it in Brevard, which is like twenty minutes south of Asheville. So they're doing some sort of New Year's thing, um, and I would I would check that out if we are for oh, them. Yeah. That but, sounds like a lot of fun. But are you doing big DC parties? <laughs> no, a little uh, small dinner party with some friends uh, in DC. Yeah, I'm um, trying to trying to avoid the crazy New Year's. Everybody out, spend lots of money. <laughs> so. Which you know, which is fun, but trying to avoid that this year. Good, good. I mean, I'll probably be asleep by 10 p.m. <laughs> Just get in here and think them. I'll be up till midnight. I mean, there's very little chance of that actually happening. Well, so, it's always next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is good, Doug. Thanks a lot for uh, doing it, and thanks everyone for listening. Oh, by the way, if you can do it, um, help us out by going over to iTunes rating the show um leaving some sort of nice comment about it because that's really helpful helps to spread the message helps get people listening to the podcast and finding out about the site so uh if you can do that we'd appreciate it i'll put a link for that to for you to do yeah that's right so thanks everybody for listening and uh happy new year happy new year